Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network. This is it. This is for all the chips. Work for championships. No one gets no better than this. Just sit and relax a bit. We're talking the passive blitz. We're talking the jump and switch. We're talking the pitch and miss. Clean space, kick space. You come to the right place. Beat bait. I don't need to see other shows. I'm straight. Cause they're not impressing me. I tune into Legacy. Legacy. Fourth and goal and on the road. Legacy. Down three, three seconds to go. Legacy. Two out, base is loaded. Legacy. It's not a mystery, you're tuning to Legacy. Check the flag on the final lap. Legacy. Twelfth round, who gets in the mat? Legacy. You want a legacy. You build a legacy. Broadcasting live right now so the whole world can see. Now, the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast. Welcome, everybody. We about to get this bad boy started. Here are your hosts, Darrell Owens and Jay Quimby. What it do, what it do, what it do. How you doing, everybody? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 290 of the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast. On the Legacy Maker Sports. Wasn't 290 last, like, month ago? No. I double see the beginning of Jan- beginning of January, before we went on Legacy on Fire Streak, uh, we was at 289. So we're 10 away. 10 away. Oh, oh, Becca's in there. Hey, y'all racing is back this weekend. She is excited. Yes, on the world's smallest track with no <laughs> no slope. So, and if they get in a wreck, it'll be a touchdown. <laughs> right. Once again, everybody, thank y'all all for tuning in. We truly appreciate y'all being here with us as we bring you another episode of the podcast. We've got a lot to get into. It's been a very um, interesting month you know since the last couple of weeks since we've been on obviously we've been doing legacy on fire i've been bringing the heat on there and then now me and jay are back to give you our uh, we're going to give you our awards today like who we decide do we think should be mvp and player of the year and all that fun stuff we're going to be doing that today uh we also got to discuss some kind of some hot topics that are going on in the nfl right now we got got an action-packed hour (laughs) action-packed hour of uh, sports talk at the top hey, of the hour. Just a reminder, you got to keep it at an hour because you got another show. Yeah, we got got another show at uh, a, the Leg- a Legacy Maker Sports News Update, bringing on, on Wale, Anasku from uh, Fox Sports uh, 1340, Andrew Willingham here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. So we're going to bring you that to talk Washington Commanders, which we're also going to talk about on here as well. So we're going to get into all that today. Once again, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in. But let's go ahead and get into it. We we mentioned the old, um, as this is just what some fans are calling, the commies, the Washington. That's what the fans are calling them. That's the nickname. Hashtag take command. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the Washington football team now known as the Washington Commanders. Um, you know, we, we've been hearing the links for months. We've been hearing people talk about, you know, what it was going to be. You know, why is it going to be this, 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 and that? But this is it. This is what it is. It's the Washington Commanders. They are here to stay. Uh, Jay, um, I, I want your early thoughts on this. I mean, we we we, had, <laughs> we both had our own thoughts on what the name probably should have been. But give me your thoughts on this um, as we as we talk about the Washington Commanders. I mean, some some of the uniform designs are pretty cool, but. Uh, you know the I agree with you on the the blackout uniform. I think it's great, except for the W on the helmet. Now the W on the helmet makes me think that they're gonna sign 
Jameis Winston in the offseason, you know. <laughs> eat, eat the W's, bro. Eat the W's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I looked at the jersey. Um, I, I like the red. The red jersey is solid, you know. I mean, all the jerseys are solid. The one problem that I have with the white jersey is that it feels like a lot of people say it looks like an Arizona Cardinals jersey. And it's, it's not even that for me. I think that the red seems a little bit lighter than the red on the other jersey. Like, I feel like it should be a, a deeper red. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe at first glance. I'm not for sure. I do not like the W in the middle of the helmet on the black ones. I feel like it should be in the back of the helmet. But, you know, it is different. And, um, you know, this Washington command. I get, I get used to saying another name, the Washington Commanders. But we've had well, what? Like, how many name changes in the NFL we've had in the last like four or five years? This, well, the thing I I really think the reason they changed the the crimson color, excuse me, is the fact that um, dealing with the what the name the Redskins means, mm-hmm. they they lightened it that way so it wasn't so close to the skin color. Yeah, and I, I didn't have that. It was just I mean the jersey, the the red that's on the the main red jersey. Looks perfect. Like I'm like, okay, that's great. Yeah. I, just, I just, it just feels a little bit off, and maybe it's just right. the lighting I saw on there. Now, the name as a whole. I mean, a lot of people are like, this is dumb, dumb name, the dumb name. You know, I, you know, I've said this, and I've said it on a couple of shows. Like, my whole thing is, if they win, they're not going to care. Look, last what when they won the um, NFC East last year, all you kept hearing is, man, we might as well keep the Washington Football Team. Why? Because we're you know we're doing well with it, and, and so they they won the division. They were happy. Now it's and like they didn't do bad this year either. Yeah, I mean they had let's say the record was a little off, but I mean you look at this team as a whole, and you know we've we've talked about like how this franchise is. It feels like they're always a step behind on something, and I, I don't know why it feels that way. Uh, but Pops it just is uh, watching. What's up, Dad? What's up, Pops? How you doing today, my man? Hope hope everything is going well, man. Hope you're feeling good. Oh, um, I, I'm pissed off at him, but that's fine. Oh, okay. Well, don't be too no, mad. At me. It, no, it's yep. his heart stuff is kind of taking a step back, but he'll be all right. He'll be all right. He's tough. You're a tough one, Pops. You're a tough one. I, you know, I, I just look at this team and it's like, I think the biggest thing for them in the offseason will be them trying to figure out what they're going to do at the quarterback position because it's important. You know, um, they've got to, to me, they've got to get a veteran presence on that team, uh, a, a good veteran, not not like no middle of the road guy. They need right now they have, uh, I don't know, uh, they haven't released him, so they have the oldest quarterback in the league now on their team. That is true. Yeah, I, I, I fully expect him to retire. Fully expecting to retire. With the, the next hip stuff, weeks. I understand. Yeah, yeah, that that hip injury thing is no joking, Jay. You like you said, you know firsthand what that what that hip stuff is all about. So you know, I mean, you know, this team, <laughs> I don't want to give them too much, you know, uh, crap. Yet I'm trying to be nice and give them, you know. That's, oh, that's why funny. I was. That's funny. That's funny, G. That's funny. Oh, I got to get this. Is funny. G says, "Hell, Mid County High School can win the NFC East these days, and hey, we got a shot." We got a shot, and I feel I feel really confident in that. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I may, maybe maybe we'll be able to pull it off. <laughs> I, I, I guess you know the thing I found a little bit of humor in is uh, three of the four people that you know modeled the New Jerseys were were Ohio State Buckeyes. See, I mean that, but like I said, the jer- I feel like the jerseys as a whole. If I had to look at them, I'm like I would give them a solid eight. Um, you know, I, I give them a solid eight. I wouldn't go no higher than that. 
what do you you said 25? Seven. Seven. Okay, yeah, I can deal with that. Um, the black jerseys, the black jerseys by far the nicest. I like how they got the little military thing going on on this. I, I love that. But love that. what that I but I agree that that W on the helmet just looks way out of place, bro. It just feels weird. Like I told somebody they should have kept either the same design from the other helmet, just made it black, or maybe have because I know what they wanted to do was I think on this one they had the numbers kind of how like the Washington football team had numbers on the side. Yeah. Did the black helmet have the numbers? Why not? Number on one side, W on another side. Pittsburgh does it. Well, Pittsburgh don't even have a symbol on one side. So, I mean, it would right. be it would be interesting to see if they would um, if they had done that. But overall, you know, Washington football team now the Washington Commanders uh, is it's it's going to be fun. You know, they got a lot going on. They're trying to get a new stadium. Uh, so, and the stadium would they said that they will have a new stadium by 2027. That's what the president Jason Wright said. And um, there's a lot of talk that it could be here in Richmond. I've heard I've heard Richmond, I've heard Loudoun County. Um, but you know, a lot of <clears throat> a lot of DC, the the uh the mayor of DC came out and said she's gonna do whatever it takes to get them back in DC where they belong, which makes sense. I mean, if you're gonna be the Washington and football team, yeah, but, uh, you might as well be in. We've been through DC. Remember we uh the GPS took us the wrong damn way? Oh yeah, there's, I remember that. <laughs> there's no place to put a stadium there. well i mean if they there was one i think i don't know if rfk is right in the middle but i remember we didn't we drive past that one old stadium that was in the in the middle i can't remember what we were driving past i, was, crazy. I don't know if they're gonna have any parking out there seat like this like yeah <laughs> take it duck, duck brother duck <laughs> so yeah washington football team down to washington commanders I, I'm, I'm just intrigued to see it's um just, you know for me it, it was a dumb move they should have if they're if they weren't gonna do something of uh how do I want to say it? value or listen to their fans I know mm-hmm. you, they'll change what if they start winning then ju- they should have just left it the Washington football team that that's what I'm saying I mean I'm still disappointed because I like I told you before when you have and he even said it in the the hype video for the we're, we're close we're close to making it th- he said it 80 he said 85 percent of the fans wanted the Red Wolves. 85% of the fans that sent in letters and he didn't want the Red Wolves. Not that's that's a pretty big number. It's a pretty big number. 85%. And you was like, nah, I got something better than that. Now this this is me being me, but that that's what like 85 people. <laughs> You're a slick one, Mr. Quimby. You're a slick one. <laughs> so there it is, ladies and gentlemen. The Washington football team are now the Washington Commanders. That's going to take me at least two years to get used to. It took I'm, me like I'm at least. I was thinking it because hell, you still mess up the. I'm still the messing Oakland up the San Diego, the San Diego Chargers, and the and the um Oakland Raiders. I mean, that's been happening for a hot minute now. So you know, and the Something St. Louis Rams. You can slip up and say the St. Louis Rams. I said that the other day. It's crazy, <laughs> St. Louis Rams, right then and there. St. Louis probably hates me for it. <laughs> Uh, all right, next topic in our top stories. Man, 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 we got another doozy on this one. Uh, the Brian Flores situation is, whoo, boy, Brian Flores has a lawsuit out against the NFL. And, man, it is saying some very, very interesting things, Jay. Some but- things that I know the NFL don't want out, and they've done their best to try to defend themselves. But it, he's, <laughs> he's suing for the truth. That's the that's the thing, right? How many uh, color coaches of color have we seen hired 
since uh, Black Monday? None. None. And, 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 and it's crazy because... so many great coordinators and we've seen people that, in my mind, don't deserve to be head coaches yet. And they're getting the, the first shot. The the uh, I can't even say the uh, dude from uh, the uh, defensive coordinator from the Colts. That's the Bears. Oh, uh, Matt Matt Efris. I think it's Efris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Matt Efris. I, I, you know, I, it's crazy to me because I, I it's... two years he's proven himself. Two years he's had a decent defense. That's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I look at it, man, and it it really bothers me because. We all we all felt when once Flores got fired that it was like it was ridiculous. Like you take a team that was one and seven out of the playoff hunt, just out of it. We're talking about a top five pick. You go on a seven game winning streak. Um, you know, you finish the season with a, I believe, a winning record, if I'm not mistaken. I think they went they eight. Yeah, they finished um they finished with a winning a winning record. And you tell me that you fire the coach that brought him back from that. You know, I mean that takes a lot. Then you hear all these allegations of them saying that he he said he got offered one hundred hundred thousand dollars to lose games. I don't know if that was per game, but if that's per game, that's ridiculous. It, it's per oh, game. It's ridiculous. It, Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely. It, it shows the integrity of Flores. It really does because you brought me in to be a coach. I'm not gonna lose on purpose. I'm here to win. And for him not to have a job yet is blasphemous it really is i know what i'm about to say is gonna sound like me tugging on the race lines or whatever but let's be honest until a white coach or you know a white coach comes out and says the same thing i don't know if it's gonna have the same strength because hugh hugh jackson who you know on that 0 and 16 browns team said they you know, did the same thing. They 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 because they much wanted gave, that number one overall pick. Because they wanted the number one overall pick. They offered him more. They offered him incentives to lose. Like they offered him incentives to lose. And I'm not trying to say anything against uh him, but I mean that tells you his integrity. Because right. if you bring me in to coach men to play a sport and win, and mm-hmm. you offer me incentives. And I pick the incentives over my players. I am not worthy to be head coach. Players. Yeah, and it's mind blowing to me. All for the number one pick of the draft, not even a guarantee. Not even a guarantee. Now, if you said, "Okay, look, you lose all these games, and you're going to get Tom Brady," all right, I know that Tom Brady's going to be. <laughs> I know Tom Brady's going to change the franchise. Big you time. know what you're getting. You know what you're getting, but you're 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 going on a whim and saying that it's wrong all the way around. But it just drives me insane that this is this happened, that this this was okay. And it and if it's only happened under black coaches, that's a problem. Because I mean, the only two that right now that have come out have been black coaches. Well, you know, now a lot right. of black coaches are starting to stand up and say, "Hey, look, man, this has happened." You know, Terrell Austin had his issues with um, was right. it was it Detroit that yeah, well, uh, interviewed him? Yeah, they gave him a little the little crappy interview. You know. But I guess for me, the you know, and then we have the Jaguars, you know, Byron Leftwich, I'm done. I don't, I'm pulling my name from it. I don't want anything to do with it. And that shows his integrity. That, that's one thing I absolutely love about the BA hiring in Tampa. He was, uh, he don't care skin color, gender, 
don't don't if you can teach and you can help us win you're the best person for the damn job and i love ba for that i don't care anybody says anything wrong we can meet somewhere and i'll bust your teeth out yeah i mean i I look at it and, and it's just like i said the whole all the scenarios right now just drive me nuts because we've had you would think that with all the pressure that they're starting to get owners that they would you know Maybe all right, we got you know. Maybe it'll take a deeper look. And they've they've had nine openings. They lost two black coaches, you know, two minority coaches. We'll just go there. Two minority coaches gone, and not one has been hired back with three openings to go. No, and, but see, then you have you have like Raheem Morris, uh, and I didn't like him when he was at Tampa, but I gotta say, you know, he did his thing in Atlanta as an interim coach. He did great. Now he's with the the Rams. He's doing amazing there. He deserves another shot. Right. Uh, Bellamy. Uh, he just deserves a shot. He just deserves a shot. That's it's, it's both crazy. The, both the coaches for Tampa Bay, offensive and defensive coordinators, Brian Flores. Uh, you got Lynn. I mean, Lynn did great as a head coach for the Chargers, and they're like, "Thanks, bro. Gotta go." Yeah, I mean, like, like he was the one that helped bring Herbert along in that first season, it, it and, just... and then he didn't even get a second chance. And then what I what bothered me the most about that situation was they were injured. Like they, I think they had had a really good record the year, a decent record the year before, right? And then they were banged up that that year. Like and their they entire like, secondary was in one room. They were hurt. Their defense was pretty much out. Yeah, you know, I mean, so the lawsuit is just to me, Jay, is like. It needed to happen to an extent. Like and now, now it's a, we're going to get a lot of exposure. And the NFL is going to do whatever it takes, yeah, and I mean but, whatever it takes to keep this um, hidden. I'm not going to disagree at all, but I mean it's it's really bringing some of the stuff that people don't like to talk about to the forefront because right. you know, for me, if if I hire a, a black head coach or minority. Mm-hmm from another team and they give that other team a third round compensatory pick. Yeah. I mean, that tells you how petty and how much, I mean, you remember when we worked at Walmart, the, the old, cause how pissed was I for you when I got promoted before you did? You were pretty upset. You were pretty upset. Because um, you, know, you and, served it, you busted your ass. I had moved there, but be, and I, I, I don't see any skin color. I wasn't mm-hmm. raised that way, but that is some bullshit. And, and like I said, I mean, and that's just you know, unfortunately, that's that's it's a tough conversation. But I'm glad that this is happening to an extent. You oh, know, I'm um, glad it's happening. But is anything going to come of it? Or that's the thing. I mean, is how Flores long is going to get blackballed and not? I be- mean, look, I'm, I know Kaepernick had his moments, but when stuff like this happens, you say, well, man, Kaepernick was right. You know, you, you well, to an extent, not everything Kaepernick does, in my opinion, was like the greatest or the maybe didn't do it in the proper way aspect, to do it in certain aspects. But, you know, you see stuff like this is like the things that he was fighting for to an extent, not just, you know, police brutality and other things he was fighting for in the NFL. You see it right there. You And now you, Flores you, and the crew are like, look, this is what's happening to us, man. We're like, well, black coach is not getting opportunity. What does it say about the, black the greatest 80. head coach of all time 
and his bullshit text messages. That's crazy. He he was he was trying to congratulate the other guy. He said, "You noticed the, you noticed me, right?" <laughs> oh shoot, I'm sorry, man. You know, and that's what I'm saying. So it, they had, they had already had already been out there. You know, like he hadn't even interviewed yet. It, so, it just makes me angry to the fact of, you know, it, it's not about what you can do. It's about who you know. And that's just yeah. some bull- that it's wrong on so many levels that I, I just we we should be past this point. We should be. Uh, our man, Dwayne World. It has been a while, Dwayne, man. Good to have you back on. What's up, guys? Long you, time no see. Good to hope all is well, Dwayne. And Dwayne also said black coaches have been getting shafted. Getting the shaft and head coach positions. Look at what the Bears did with Lovey Smith after going ten and six and gets fired. He's he's another example. Lovey, Lovey's a huge example. Now, see, I, I agree. Lovey is an example, but for me, ha- when Lovey was with us, the 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 Tampa two is, in this era mm-hmm. is an obsolete defense. It very much because there's so many openings if they run zone. Uh, I mean, I think Drew Brees had the most passing yards he ever had in a game against the Tampa two with Lovey Smith. But you know that Lovey, he uh, wow, this is weird. Lovey loved running the Tampa two. He even brought it to Illinois when he was there, and they were getting destroyed. Yeah, and I, I'm not saying you know the record speaks for itself, but you also got to be able to adapt to stay relevant in the league. Yeah, I'm, I I look at it. Uh, Lovey was a tough one. The Caldwell one is the one that bothers me the most. I mean, to oh. go, especially for an organization that don't win. Right. You, you don't win. And the last time you've been with the playoffs was with the guy that got you the back-to-back playoffs. And then you fire his ass. And then you fire him. And then you go on a three- or four-year um, binger, and you're still currently on that, you know, well, on that, that on that bad street. So a lot of that's got to do with the the owner's daughter, because uh, she took over a lot of what was going on. Because mm-hmm. um, I know a couple Lions fans that live up where my parents live, and they get so mad because she was sticking her nose in football business, and doesn't have a damn clue. God, that's not good. And she kind of stepped out last year, and you know, I like. Campbell as a coach Campbell the fire he brings he loves his players more than he loves his paycheck is what I think mm. so yeah I, and that's I, see it, it, I'm telling you man it, it's I just hope that it gets better um you know the more and more I see it it's just like you you wanted to be better but you know I, I want I wanted to get to a point where we don't have to give third round picks you know and I'm not saying every coach in the league should be black let me it, it, that's not the case we just you know you want but equal playing field. The you know, opportunity you to... should be there for well, coaches. If I will, I will, I will give credit on this. They did hire a couple of uh, minority um, GMs over the last couple of weeks, which is a that's a that's a really nice step. Uh, now the Bears one surprised me because I thought okay minority uh, uh, GM you know a GM uh, minority GM he's more likely going to hire a minority coach maybe give him a shot and I said this is probably going to Nope. And then it comes up with somebody out of left field. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Uh, man. Our man Dwayne says he's doing good, bro. Building submarines. That's got to nice. be Nice. That's got to be Very fun. nice, bro. Uh, our man Dwayne. Um, but, you know, for me, the I guess the thing of it is you're seeing uh, a lot of 
X players, which gives me, I love this. Like uh, Aaron Glenn came in. He's a defensive back coach. He's going to get an opportunity as a DC. And that's amazing. Uh, Adrian uh, Wilson. I, he mm-hmm. was one of the hardest hitting safeties for when he was with the Cardinals. And I believe, isn't he a GM now? Well, that's the thing. Um, Leftwich wanted Wilson to be the GM for the in Jaguars. Jacksonville. And, you know, he was, that's what they were pushing for. And I mean, and Shy Khan being the only minority owner in the league, he been I, like, I, re- okay. I really expected a little bit more from him on this. But then we've seen how he's run this franchise since he's taken over and over. Now, so it you- hasn't been hasn't been the best. Hasn't been the best. Hold on. I, I got it because I remember reading the name of the Jaguars GM and it, what is it? It's like it's Ty- Tyler Boyke. Tyler Balaki. <laughs> Well, as close as it's going to get. Yep, Blackie, there Trent he is. Blackie. Trent Blackie is as close as he's going to get right I, there, buddy. I, I had as to do that to my get. little brother because he loves that uh, Key and Peel uh, substitute teacher thing. Oh, yeah. A-A-Ron. 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 He said Jilliquin. You yep. mean Jacqueline? Oh, that's, that's you go one. down to O'Shawn Shanassi's office <laughs> immediately. Immediately. <laughs> now, staying on the topic of the NFL head coaches. Sorry. Um, no, no, you good, bro. You good. So this is what we look like right now. So the Bears, we were talking about it a little bit. Matt Eberfris, uh, Eberfris. I'm not even going to try to destroy that. Um, Matt. Matt is the coach for um, the Bears. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, former Packers OC, now the head coach. Uh, for the Broncos, I think we all know what why that's the deal. Oh, yeah. um, no, the Jets, we all know what the plans are there. The Giants, uh, with Brian DiBalo, and that Brian DiBalo is probably one of the hottest candidates coming out, so I'm not mad with him getting a job. The like, Raiders one is bullshit, though. Which one? The Raiders, yeah. The, so, this Raiders one is kind of a surprise. Uh, the Josh McDaniels one kind of threw me because we all felt that he would be the guy, you know, after him backing out of the coach job and always reneging on certain ones. I thought he was going to just wait till Bill says I'm done. I guess he realized Bill ain't going nowhere no time soon. And so McDaniel said, I got to give me another shot while I got it. And now he's going to be the Raiders head coach. I just think that's stupid uh, for uh, the Davis family because you know what you got when, I mean, yes, he got them to a playoff, but then they draft uh, that Lynch guy in the first round mm-hmm. and he doesn't do a damn thing. And you pay the the other dude uh, ass ton of money and he's like, pace. Yeah. And then, you know, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens there. I know they also got another guy from um, new England as their, the, the guy from, uh, I think it's like the second in command. He's like the new GM there. Uh, mm-hmm. So the Raiders, I'm still mad that I, I don't want to destroy his last name, but the, the intern coach, I know it's Richie. I know it was Richie. Rich was his first name. Back, uh, uh, I think it was like Belasco. I don't want to destroy. I'm gonna just let it go. But, but I felt like he deserved a shot. He did get an interview with Jacksonville, but I feel like that might have been a smoke screen just to get the minority candidate out of the way, uh, or just to show a little bit more. That's just my opinion on that. But but he held that locker room together. He had the respect of the players, and I mean, if he goes somewhere, then players are gonna want to go play for him. He, lo- he look a lot of if you you I don't think you can hear one Raider player 
that's on that team or currently on the roster say anything bad about him. First interim head coach to ever make the playoffs. So much love to him. I hope he gets his shot. He did a really good job in a very rough situation out there in Vegas. Uh, next one, the Vikings with Kevin O'Connell. Um, Kevin O'Connell is the OC for the Rams, and he will now be the uh, lead man in Minnesota. And the one thing that I heard from uh, a friend of mine's, uh he, he was like so and actually i think it might have been james in the group might have been james when we were talking um uh part of our legacy team he was saying the guys never call plays it's all been mcveigh calling the plays yeah. just see but that's the same thing with uh nathaniel hackett he doesn't call the plays that's on the floor <laughs> so is that these guys are getting shots um you know we're gonna see how they're play calling i'm and sure it makes you happy because yeah. i mean with the vikings being in your division I'm excited about that. I'm not mad at all. Then you got Doug Peterson. Now, look, I'm not going to lie to you. If Byron Leftwich wasn't the guy that everybody in their minds thought was going to go to Jacksonville, it made sense to go to Jacksonville, I would not be upset with this Doug Peterson hire at all. Um, and to be honest with you, I think it's a really good hire for Jacksonville. It really it really is a good hire. It should have been Leftwich, but if you're going to go with someone that's not Leftwich, this is a really good hire. I mean, the guy is a Super Bowl champion. Um, he does know how to win, uh, but, and we're gonna we're gonna see how he handles with um with, with Trevor Lawrence. But knowing Leftwich, there besides the fact he get didn't get the GM he wanted to work with, there's got to be more reason than why he pulled his you know hat out of that. But uh, you know, Doug Peterson is got good results, but with old players, I don't like the way Peterson can't draft to save his life. Right. I mean, do you remember? Uh, wasn't Peterson part of that group that took uh, Jalen Rager over Jefferson? Yes. No. Whoa. Yes. Yes. Because he got uh, he would have gotten. Um, yeah. The Peterson has taken. Only oh, only took a year off before he's back in the saddle. So yeah, he was. So, I mean, do I need to say anything else? Well, let's hope that he does better there. I mean, Trevor Lawrence seems to be happy, but we shall see. Um, and then we got three teams left: the Dolphins, the Saints, and the Texans. Um, I know with the Dolphins, like Kellen Moore has been the big name, and it, I forgot who the other guy was. It might have been McConnell, but I know I feel like that's going to be Kellen Moore's job in in um. In but Miami. I, I think the Dolphins are going to stay coachless for a while until the NFL does their research on this Flores stuff. Yeah, because this is a bad deal. This is a, that Flores situation is a really bad deal. So oh, yeah. where it gets interesting, the Saints. I think the Saints is going to be the if if anybody hires a minority coach is going to be the Saints. I feel like it'll be either Leftwich or uh, uh, Benemy. I think Benemy is starting to come out as a as a guy now. There, if if it's going to be one of the teams, it's going to be them. I think it'll be Benemy because I don't think Leftwich will go and want to play against BA in the same division. That's that's also true. That's also true. And then the Texans. Now I'm going back. I'm coming back on screen for the Texans one. I, I gotta I gotta come back on screen for the Texans one because oh, okay. Jay Jay, I'm telling you right now. Josh McNeil is going to be the head coach of this team. Oh my God, I've heard. That. I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I had to say this on the game. Josh McNeil is going to be the head coach of this team. They interviewed him last year and they loved the interview, mm-hmm. but they didn't hire him because he didn't have head coaching experience. Now I don't know if he's had head coaching experience on any level in this last year. I don't know if he went and said, "Oh man, you know, <laughs> went and did some high school high school football and coached there for a little bit." Uh, look. We've seen it in baseball where, you know, they they bring guys off the street that were catchers and say, hey, you're the manager now. We've seen it. We've seen it. 
We have seen it. Baseball is completely different. different. It's a different dream. It's a different dream. So, I, I mean, I, am I, would I be surprised if Josh McNown can go out there and do good things? No, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. I mean, Josh McNown has been on 500 teams, and he knows how to play the position. But, but he, uh, he, he is going to be the head coach of the Houston Texans. He was if a backup for like five years to Drew Brees. So, you know he was learning from Peyton. Exactly. So for me, but I, I, I that one, the Texans one, uh, dealing with the Watson situation. I mean, I think they have something in David Mills. I really right. do. He played great. He did. Um, he did. But I at yeah, home, at home. <laughs> that, yeah. That, but that, that comes with time, though. That comes with time. That comes with time. It, it just there's too many questions there for the Texans. I mean. Do you really, who wants to coach a shitty team? Well, here's the thing. Oh. Flores is, is, is Flores is in that final three. Flores better get the job. That's all I'm saying. So Flores, Flores is in that final three, but we, a lot of people think that if they hire Flores, that's going to be to try to keep Deshaun Watson there um, because everybody was tying them two together. But if you're the Texans, do you want two lawsuits? Do you want to be dealing with two lawsuits at the time? Because you're already dealing with the whole situation. I would him. definitely love to send. I would. I would be down with sending this year's first and next year's first for Watson's services. Jesus, that would be amazing. Uh, real quick, Adam Schefter has tweeted that Anthony Lynn has been hired as an assistant head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. So, Not congratulations bad. to Anthony Lynn getting a new job. I think and that's going to be a great spot for him. Because that's going to, in my opinion, if things get on the right track, it'll be a great place for him to learn uh, with Shanahan and maybe take him to another spot. We don't know. Well, I mean, he's already a great coach, but Jimmy, to be there, he was a great coach, but he had problems in the running game. So if he can learn that zone blocking scheme, Mm -hmm. oh, he's going to be dangerous. He's going to be dangerous. All right. So swing it to the next one. We're going to talk end of an era. Um, we, we, We talked about like, you know, so many great quarterbacks have said this is it in the last couple of years. Drew Brees, uh, Eli Manning, uh, you know, Roethlisberger, Brady, Phillip Rivers. Uh, we've seen quite a few of um, quarterbacks that we grew up with. Let's be honest with you. In the last 20 years, you know, in our, in our adulthood, guys that we've seen, you know, uh, you know, run the NFL are now gone. Mm-hmm. So it's I mean, what are your thoughts on just, you know, this new era of quarterbacks and the end of the era. I got to say, I, I'm excited. And uh, if you uh, two years ago, for you to ask me and we had these people, I would have been worried for what the outlook mm-hmm. of the NFL was. But what what we've seen in the playoffs from these young guns, mm-hmm. I'm pumped. But look, the AFC is stacked. I was talking oh. about this with somebody. The AFC is stacked with young quarterback talent. I feel like they're going to be battling for the next – you know, 10 years with Herbert and Mahomes and Allen I'll, I'll and say they'll be battling, But I, I think, um, you know, we have in the next three years, very intriguing prospects coming out. And if they get with the right system in the NFC, yeah, it'd be dangerous. Like the NFC, the NFC is going to need a, a, a injection of this young talent, the AFC right now, if you're the, if, if, if they had an AFC commissioner, let's just say that he would be a very happy person right now. Mm-hmm. Cause he'd be like, yo, I got all the young guns. I got all the young talent on my side of things. Did so you, uh, see uh, my, the, my quarterback that I absolutely love that I've been talking about all year. 
is having a great, great uh, practice time right now um, with uh, the, the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that um, – are you talking about Willis? Oh, yeah. They're talking about Willis. Willis is uh, – what you talking about, Willis? Willis is having a really good uh, – it started off a little uh, rough in the beginning of the right. week. We've been killing it since then. But I'm going to tell you the guy – that everybody's falling in love with, and that's that offensive lineman from Northern Iowa. Oh, my oh. man been out here. He's been out here trucking people. Well, but it's been, it's we been always find that one uh, small school offensive. Since Allie Marpet came out, we've always we every year now we've had that offensive lineman from a small school that just dominates the because it was Alex Kappa and then uh, Quintez from the from Minnesota last year or cold water, whatever it was, Minnesota, that, that man, I watched him do a running play and he laid on two opposing players and just laid there. He's like, God, get me off, bro. <laughs> and he got a, and he got a big boy touchdown and yeah. he got a big boy touchdown this year. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe, uh, you know, the Raiders or not the Raiders, the Packers will get him. Yeah, we don't need. I mean, look, I ain't gonna complain about offensive linemen. We gotta have a quarterback that can, uh, you know, handle that. But yeah, we'll see. It'll time. give Jordan Love another 20, 40 seconds to decide who to throw the interception to. No, way. well, there's nothing. <laughs> look, I'm I'm mentally prepared to see what a year under Jordan Love will be, um, just in case, um, you know, just in case. But we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but looking at this end of an era for quarterbacks, it, it is a little bit of a sad time. I never thought that I would see. I never thought I would see so much love for Brady. I will say that because I thought a lot of people would be like, oh, man, bump that Tom Brady, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But there was a lot of love, a lot of love for Tom Brady. But he he went to, you know, I mean, 2015, we're the number we we picked number one. Right. You know, uh, we build a team up. He come down, uh, brought in some peace. And I mean, he won a Super Bowl. Right, I'm. I mean, I don't like him, but I love that ring. I bet you do. That's how. I, that's how I felt about LeBron. <laughs> that's how I felt. Like, look, all right, but thanks for the rings, brother. Thanks for the rings. But um, yeah, it's it's gonna be sad times. It's the end of an era in the NFL. So we'll see imagine, how things go. What do you think the Madden rankings might look like next year? For the quarterbacks, man, it's gonna be crazy. They're gonna be high. They're gonna. I mean, but I don't know. Madden's weird on their rankings, man. I don't like how they rank certain players. It just be. It feel like they don't put full details and attention to detail into certain players. So I'm like, ain't no telling. But I mean, those guys in the AFC, they are gonna be 90 plus at least. At least they should be. Um, but we'll see. I think. I think Allen will probably be a 99 or a 98. Mahomes will definitely. I think he's already in the 99 club. Um, you know, I think. You know, Herbert will probably be like 93, 94. Herbert's Joe Burrow, go if, if Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl, he'll be like a 95, 96. You know, it's, it's going to be. I'm I'm impressed with Burrow. Um, and then you you still got Lamar Jackson. Still like Gallag- you still got Lamar Jackson. And now uh, Burrow did say, I think I saw something other. He said he, said, uh, he always felt like he was Ohio State. I saw he, he was giving love to Ohio State. He said, no matter what, I'm always Ohio State. Well, Even that's because uh, Shaq was like, he went to LSU, so you all Ohio State fans need to shut up. And Burrow stood up for it. And, hey, we got a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I 
it counts, brother. It counts. All right. All right. Now, y'all, we're going to head over and we're going to do our NFL predictions. You know, me and Jay have our predictions here. We're going to go over uh, and, and give you our our MVP, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, defensive rookie, offensive rookie, and coach of the year and comeback player. That's what we normally do here. So um, this is going to be a fun one here. Uh, you know, so, Jay, um, I guess we'll start off with – well, let's start off with – let's do comeback player of the year. Um, I think most people are probably thinking Dak or Burrow. Who do you have for your comeback player? Well, I mean, the, it, it, for me, up until last week, it was Dak. Right. Because he came back, he played really good. That was a gruesome injury. But Burrow destroyed his knee, and he's playing in the Super Bowl. It's Burrow. Uh, yeah, man, I got to go with Burrow. Um, it, it's hard not to. Like, people love him. Like, you know, you know how, like, you get a quarterback and he's like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it almost had that Mahomes vibe until he just started winning all the time. You know, everybody was in love with Mahomes. Like, you know, now, now a little bit, you know, people are like, oh, I'm glad he's losing or whatever. But he gives you that vibe. You know, like, he's just a guy everybody loves. Like, I think Mahomes, cool where he got kind of is his posse and his special ed brother. Yeah, I'm glad he kind of keep that separate. I really am glad that he doesn't, like – Obviously, that's his brother and that's his wife, which would be a little bit suspect to me, but I'll let that fly. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna go too deep into that one. But I look at it and say to myself, like, you know, he he doesn't he doesn't really like obviously he's gonna defend him, but he doesn't like go full blown into defending him. I mean, that's my my the wife, you know, the mother of my child and my brother, but his brother just I don't know what they I don't know what he'd be doing, as, man. As Darrell would say, he's wildin'. He wild. Yeah, he tripping. He trip tripping. Uh, he definitely trip tripping. I, I'm going to go with Burrow on that one for um, our comeback uh, player of the year. Uh, coach of the year. Who you got for coach of the year? Zach Taylor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, You know, it's crazy because when they were, they had a bad record last season. You know, I, my heart would, if, if Green Bay had made it to the Super Bowl, I'd probably say, yeah, it's finally the floor to do. But no, nah, so that's not happening. Mike Vrabel is my guy because even though they lost in the first round, they, they, you know, they had played 90 players this year. They had, they said it's the most ever that a coach had, you know, and they still got the one seed under the circumstances. Well, and their secondary was just a a carousel of people. Yeah. And then they had like, they had running backs galore coming in. They had Adrian Peterson. They had Foreman. Foreman actually played really well. Uh Um, Hilliard had a nice little run. They finally got um, Henry back in that playoff game. Uh, I, I I feel I still think with you know AJ Brown being hurt most of the season, Julio being hurt mer- most of the season, and they were still finding ways to win games. And I'm like, I don't know how. I kept saying to myself, I don't know how Tennessee is the one seed, but they are. Even though I picked them in the goal, I think I had them as a two seed at the beginning of the season. So Jeffrey uh, Simmons, I'm probably the defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. He's not getting the love he deserves. He is just as disruptive as a Vitavia or Aaron Darnold. And that's and that's big praise right there. That's big praise right there. I yeah, for me, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Vrabel. I I would have went with I'm not even gonna mention it. I I'm going with Vrabel. Uh <laughs> next one. Um let's do uh defensive rookie of the year. Oh, Micah Parsons, man. Yeah, I don't think this is close. I I, I got Parsons on this one too. Um, you know, he was just complete stuck. player, man. He he's all over the field. He is, uh, I mean, 
he's the face of that defense now. Everybody's right. like, what about Diggs? Well, Diggs gave up a thousand yards receiving. So it was either for him, it was get the pick or let him go get a tutty. Exactly. And a lot of tutties. <laughs> and a lot of tutties at that. So I mean, you know, um, yeah, but I'm going Parson. That's that's an easy one for me. Uh offensive rookie of the year. Um it, it, see that one's difficult because like you got Waddle that set the rookie uh receptions record down with uh in Miami. Mm-hmm. But Jamar Chase, man, he's a whole different specimen of wide receiver. Yeah, I'm also going with Chase on that one. And Waddle is a tough one because Waddle, under the circumstances, had a really good season. Um, a oh, yeah. really good season down there in Miami. And I just hope that whatever Miami's trying to figure out down there, I hope they figure it out because they got too much talent. He is too talented to get. He's gonna he's gonna give you Mc, um Terry McLaurin vibes down there getting getting wasted, and we don't you don't need none of that. Don't it makes you wonder uh, where where is that Devonte Smith guy that won the Heisman? Oh well, Devonte didn't have a terrible season, but I thought I thought he actually had a pretty solid season, depending on you know. But the W's are what count. This is true, but they made the playoffs though. They made the playoffs in the NFC least. This is also true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so next one, let's go to defensive player of the year. Uh TJ Watt. Yeah, also going TJ Watt on this one. I mean, it's it's almost a no brainer. Um, TJ Watt was just phenomenal, and he missed two games, and he almost got the. Um, I think he tied the sack record, but he didn't he break it. it. Yeah, yeah, he didn't break it, and you know, just amazing what he did all season for. Uh, you know, for He's Pittsburgh, worth every penny that they paid him, every penny. Remember but, that. Uh, now he's I mean, got to do get twenty sacks one more time, so he can tell JJ, "This is for you." <laughs> right, take that, brother, because I'm the best. What? Boom, boom. I'm the best. What? Boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, also going with TJ, offensive player of the year, Jonathan Taylor. We agree on a lot of these. I'm also going oh, down. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, usually I always felt like the the MVP goes to a quarterback, but the right. offensive player goes to the best overall player that's outside of a quarterback, in my opinion. Unless the quarterback race is so tight for MVP and sometimes they give and it to the other person. He but. really was all of what Indianapolis had offensively, because Wentz sucks. You know it's crazy. Just imagine. I just know this is off the kilter a little bit. Just imagine if Derrick Henry played all the games, and Derrick Henry still led the league in rushing for three weeks after he was hurt. I, I believe <laughs> Derrick Henry would have broke the season rushing record easily, and possibly the touchdown record. I, I would not have been surprised. He was he was on pace for probably one of the greatest seasons for a running back of all time. Plus, with an extra game, and I think he probably would have got it before the game was on um, before the oh, extra yeah. game. Was hit. Oh, so, yeah. but yeah, I mean, much love to Jonathan Taylor because without Jonathan Taylor, that coach team wouldn't. You know, kudos they wouldn't him have, for breaking that Wisconsin curse, bro. Yeah, because it's always been a bad deal there. Wisconsin running backs, the Monty Balls, the Ron Danes, the. Clay, Tyron Wheatley, no, Tyron Wheatley was Michigan. Um, Clay, Clay, yeah, they've had a lot of running backs there, and it just hasn't worked out. So, um, all right, last one, um, MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's hard because a lot of people, you know, me being the fan I am, I want to say Tom Brady. He only threw nine interceptions. He threw more yards, more touchdowns, but four picks. 
for Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Four picks. Four picks. Uh, four without picks Bakhtiari. Yeah, and, and that's and I that's why I say if there was an offensive line of the years, got I would give it to my boys only because all year long they had. They had they had they mismatched all year long. Batiari didn't play, didn't even play in his last game. He only played one game this season. Uh, we lost Elton Jenkins, who was an All Pro slash you know Pro Bowler on the line. You know Wells was banged up for most of the season. Trey Turner was hurt most of the season. You know Ryan well, came in and did really good things for us. So your your uh, you know offensive line coach. He needs a pay raise. That's all I'm saying. Well, they did. They did make him the offensive coordinator. So I'm glad that that happened. Okay. And, and he deserved it. He deserved every bit. I'm glad that he got that uh, that pay raise because they were trying to take him. I know that uh, Hatchet tried to get him in um, Denver to be the OC. And then the Bears also went after him. And I'm glad that he decided to stay with Green Bay because he is a phenomenal offensive line coach. Yeah. And he, he brought another great year like that. And he'll probably be a head coach next year. Oh, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. All right, y'all. Those are our NFL honors. Those are we got to stop agreeing on shit, man. I well, I mean, well, you know. Oh, wait, hold on. What is that? You say great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. That's what I say. Great minds think alike. Uh, so you know, um, those are our awards. That's who we, our predictions are for this bad boy. You already know what's coming, don't you? <laughs> I, I didn't even I didn't even get a chance to announce that he already knew what was coming. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you already know what time it is. Get, get, get on it video <laughs> nope it's time for and now it's time for cash or trash i love it i'm sorry i couldn't help myself <laughs> i couldn't help my every time i talk jacksonville on the show i just even even he's not there just toss it in there just because all right everybody we all got right. a couple I, of I'm, I'm bus driving your ass right now i bet you are um uh, why would you even you didn't have to bring it up Oh, I didn't bring it up. I'm just saying because last couple times it's been Jay. No, last couple times that might have been you. I take the L on this one. That was me. But I didn't play the whole thing. It was only a snippet. So it, it's enough to bring back the PTSD. <laughs> All Where right, y'all. We are got his thumbs. <laughs> All right, y'all. We got three cash and trash topics we're gonna uh, talk about here. First one that we got, um, and we talked a little bit about it earlier, um, just in general. But have we truly, Jay? Cash or trash that we've truly seen the last of Tom Brady in the NFL as a player. Yeah, cash. I I mean, uh, it, he just forfeited, I think, eleven million dollars today. Yeah, for, for a bonus. And I know it's not about the money, but yeah, I, I I mean, we might see him possibly be a coordinator, but I just think he his kids are getting to that age where that it's time for them to grow up. They're mm-hmm. getting older and he, he wants to spend time with his family. And, you know, Giselle has put her career on the back burner. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, it's one of those things that, you know, I'm going to catch it too, but you know, the, I think there's, I don't know if there's a lot of teams he would come back for. Um, if he ever did make the decision, I would, it would be you guys, of course. And then I think the only other team would be new England. I think if, New England got in a situation with Jones out for the year and they begged him to come back for that season. I don't know if he'll do it, but I think those are the only teams that I ever you, like. You notice neither did. one of us blinked an eye at picking Mac Jones for uh, offensive rookie of the year. I wanted to. I really if if he had continued, Jay, that when they went on that seven game streak, you know, he, right. you know, after that after that seven game streak, he went on a little funk. He like he won a game here, he lost a game, had a bad game there. 
if he'd have kept it consistent, even if he wasn't winning games, but he just kept it consistent after that, I probably would have won with Mac Jones. Mac Jones had a really good year. Nobody, nobody expected him to be the best quarterback out of that draft. He did have a good year, but for me, I mean, Jamar Chase, the way he plays, mm-hmm. he don't have the size, but he's got the talent and speed of Megatron. Exactly. And and he's going to be special. Just Hey, remember when people were making fun of him for dropping passes? <laughs> Who's got the last laugh now? Bengals fans are cracking up. Yes. I remember when people were trashing him, man. I mean, I don't know if I said too much about him. I don't think I said anything bad. I would have remembered that. But, I mean, you know, it, was, it was just preseason. You got to give the guy time. He's getting used to the league. He hasn't played in a and year. It, it, I mean, if you've ne- ever felt a college ball compared to an NFL ball. Completely different dream. Difference. Completely different dream. Completely different dream. It's like my head versus your head. Oh, hilarious. Next one. Cash or trash? We will see a minority candidate get hired with those three teams we were talking about. I know we talked a little bit about it earlier, but cash or trash it, it actually happens. Cash it, because if it don't happen, this year, coming year in the NFL is going to be – it's not going to be a good time to be in the NFL at all. I'm going, it, to, a, I'm, I'm going to trash it. I really am. I th- I think, I, I think New Orleans is still. If it does happen, New Orleans is going to be the one that that does it. Um, but I I mean Miami's definitely not doing it. And if they do do it, I wouldn't trust them because I just I, feel like see, I don't doing think it Miami. Will, I think that uh, the Texans will get Flores, and mm-hmm. then I think that uh, we're going to get a surprise from the Saints. I think they will try to lure Bell- Benemy mm-hmm. away from the Chiefs. Yeah, I would I would be intrigued to see if they actually you know make that. I hope they do, man. I just want the man to get a shot. If he does yeah. miserable and he's not great, okay, so be it. But I give him a shot. I mean, his, you can't his offensive genius with those weapons. Can you imagine? The AFC Championship game four times. He's been to th- what two two Super Bowls in the last. He's been to two Super Bowls, the four mm-hmm. AFC Championship games. You know, I mean, the guy has been around one of the greatest minds in football. You yep. know, and you can't tell me, give him a shot. I mean, if, if all these other people, he's he's had two offensive coordinators get shots, Doug Peterson, and he's mm-hmm. also had Nagy. And Peterson won a Super Bowl. So and, and give, the man a shot. give the man a shot. All right. Last one. This, this is an interesting one. This is the near and dear to, to me and Jay's heart. Cash or trash on the Major League Baseball season starting on time. They've repicked up talks. We know that we're getting more games for uh, AAA, which I think helps for the development of the players. Mm-hmm. And plus, for your players that are down there, they get more coin in their pocket. Right. Uh, and for me, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna cash it. I, I, they're gonna start on time. Uh, the player, the players get ungodly amounts of money compared. I mean, I know they play a lot of games. It's a huge chunk of the year. But Jesus, calm down, guys. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I'm I'm intrigued to see what goes with this because uh, I I'm gonna cash it. It does start on time, but you know, um, I, I was surprised there was even a lockout uh, to an extent because I was like, man, major league players make money, like they're getting paid. Pay. I don't know if it was for other, I'm probably meant more for other reasons, but I'm like, these guys get like. Ten year, four hundred million dollar contracts. I'm like, bro, like the the best players. I mean, like NFL players would cry for the. I mean, they would. 
Uh, I agree. I, I mean, some the the contracts are insane, and you know, there it's not really fair for like our teams that are small market teams mm-hmm. to have a damn chance in hell because we're talking about we're gonna have to send uh, Jose Ramirez packing because we can't give him the money that he's worth. Right. But look what happened to Lindor. <laughs> exactly. They, they've been trying to trade Lindor. Yeah, I tried to trade Lindor for like two years. It was going on for at least a strong two years. Well, and, and then, then look he what gets the Mets and he, he sucks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It, was, it wasn't good at all. Definitely wasn't good at all. Right. <laughs> all right, everybody. That was Cash and Trash here on the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast. And that is the end of the episode, man. Like, look, we really appreciate everybody for tuning in, listening. Dwayne, good to hear from you. G, Becca, Pops, you know, everybody that popped yeah. in. Missed you, Dwayne. Been a hot minute. Since yeah, man. Good. Girl. Hey, man. You keep building those subs, baby. That's cool, bro. Absolutely. That's, cool. that's a good. That's a that's a really good deal. Really good deal. We um uh we'll be back here Super Bowl week. We got Legacy on Fire next week. Uh, Jay, I don't know you if you want to go after. You want to go after uh Super Bowl week to kind of discuss everything for um our uh, next show. Um, we'll go after Super Bowl week for a show for us, but um. I'll be in Michigan mm-hmm. um, for our next Legacy on Fire. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So you will be in Michigan now um, as of uh, for next week. I gotta, you know, check on pops and uh, hey, I got a ride along. Uh, she's flying with me. My oldest daughter. Yeah. Have some, have some good times. Get a chance to spend time with pops and everything. So Absolutely. it's going to be a good deal. Um, like I said, well, we'll be back. So just be ready for Legacy on Fire next week, next Wednesday, our Super Bowl edition Excellent. of Legacy on Fire. One more thing. 43 days until I get to marry my other best friend whoop, whoop. and, you know, part partner. Uh, she's not really a partner in crime like you are because I get in trouble when I do some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, love her. She's just such a beautiful person. Been very blessed in the people I got between you and her making sure that uh ding dong here doesn't fuck anything up <laughs> what well, I, love, I, I love my people well I, we love I'm you too brother hashtag the tribe ladies and gentlemen all right everybody i'm your man darrell lawrence that's mr jeremiah quimmy this has been episode 290 of the legacy maker sports podcast until next time god bless oh go ahead say it god bless go ahead god bless and love your people because you never know what tomorrow brings This is also true. Take care, y'all. Y'all be safe.